This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and you are dialed into Basketball More Than a Game the hottest podcast this side of a basketball court. Coach, quick, I know you got some new stuff flowing. What's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited, man, about today's show. We're going to be chopping it up about the NBA playoffs, NFL draft, among other things. So after this short break, Coach G is going to come right back, and we're going to be chopping it up with him about NBA action NFL action, and as real talk. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. All right, folks, you know what uh, you know what time it is. Coach Quick has already set the table. So we got a lot of things we're going to be talking about today, and the big thing is the NFL draft. You know, a lot of times, Coach Quick, you know, guys are, you know, they put in a body of work. They've been there four years and, and rocking and rolling. So what we're going to do, we're going to run down the – Let's do it in fives, if you don't mind, Coach. I think that may be a little bit easier for us if we take the first five drafts, and then we'll yes, go sir. from there. So the first team that was on the on the clock was the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they were trying to really beef up on the defensive side of the ball. So they took Trevor Walker uh, as a defensive end. Uh, so I think uh, they, you know Jacksonville's just you know again uh, two three years ago their defense was top notch. Now, what happened between um, then and now? I don't know, Coach. Uh, any 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 insight on the Jaguars? Well, just basic thing, you know, they went through a coaching change um, and uh, their coaching philosophy last year, you know, last couple of years with Urban Meyer changed from their last coach. Their last coach, um, he had a more defensive mindset um, and Jacksonville needed to heavily improve on the offensive side of the ball. So they went out and got a couple of offensive weapons. Um, They went out and got um, the quarterback from um, Clemson, which I thought, you know, they, they needed that. They really needed that to go along with some, you know, pretty good offensive weapons at the receiver slot and also at the running back. Um, but in in the process, it hurt, hurt their defense. I don't know if some guys went down or some guys left via free agency or left via trade, but they now they, they really – they're concentrating on the defensive side of the ball and trying to get that going because they feel like that they can score now with anybody in the league. Well, you know, that's a good assessment. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure Jacksonville will get this thing lined up. I know uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and it's it, it just it, – that's a big transition. You know, you can do what you can do in college, but when you make that transition to the NFL, um, it is a big deal. So, you know, we just wish them continued success. All right, next on the clock, we had Detroit Lions. Uh, they went with the defensive end, uh, and then that was uh, Aiden Hutchison. Then it was the Houston Texans. They went with the standout defensive back, Derek Stingley Jr. And if I'm not mistaken, he was out of Georgia, was he not? Um, Stingley come from LSU. Oh, I'm sorry. He, oh, excuse, excuse me, Georgia he, Bulldogs. He, he, he was a part of the national championship winning team at LSU um, with that crew um, a couple of years back um, when they just rolled Clemson in the championship game. But Stingley, had he come out that year, um, he might have been a top five, top 
top pick overall in the draft. But, you know, due to COVID and different things, you know, he didn't come out. And, you know, he still ended up being a top pick in the draft, though. But he might have been top pick overall. Like I said, just his own ball skills or tremendous, tremendous, tremendous on ball skills. And I heard um, one analyst say the other day that they felt like he he's probably going to challenge for rookie of the year um, this, uh, this upcoming season. And I think I can see that because he's just a ball hawk. He's going he's to have every opportunity to make big-time plays for, for this franchise. I mean, so, you know, Stingley is going to be locked and loaded and ready to go. And I like to go back to the Hutchinson. Um, yes, pick. sir. You, you know, the Detroit Lions, they took the hometown guy. I personally felt like Hutchinson should have been the first pick in the draft. Um, Detroit went with Hutchinson out of out of the Michigan Wolverines. You know, Hutchinson, he went to the um, college football playoffs this past season, and he played up under Jim Harbaugh, who's a former NFL coach. So you, this kid's going to be locked and loaded, and he should sell tickets for a team that needs a lot. Hutchinson will bring a stabilizing um, a stabilizing person to the defensive side of the ball. He's a big-time, big-time player, and I'm looking forward to watching him put on the blue, um, the blue and silver. Well, you know what? That's a good breakdown, man. So we've gone through Jacksonville. We've hit Detroit. We've hit uh, Houston. Now, the next on the clock was the New York Jets, followed by the New York Giants. So uh, they were sharing some uh, sharing some space there. Uh, New York went with the cornerback, Sauce uh, Gardner. Then New York uh, Giants took Kayvon uh, Tribodeau, who was off defense. He's coming off the edge. What about them Carolina Panthers? They took an offensive tackle. I, hey, I think that was big time. They definitely needed an offensive tackle to protect, um, to protect the quarterback, which is Sam Donald at this point. But personally, I think the Carolina Panthers and they went out and they drafted a quarterback late um, in in the draft. I think they took the kid Matt Carroll from out of I believe it was Ole Miss, and you know. But if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I'm still reevaluating the whole quarterback situation. I don't. I me personally, I don't believe in Sam Donald as the starter right now for the Panthers. Matt Carroll's young, but there's a guy sitting out there waiting in white waiting in the wings who's looking for a new home. I mean, because the Cleveland Browns went out and they, they signed Deshaun Watson in free agency. So Baker Mayfield is sitting out there. This is a guy, you know, that dominated in college. He won the Heisman. And I just, you gotta, you gotta kick the rocks on, on Baker Mayfield, you know, see what you can do Carolina Panthers and go out there and see if, if he can be your starting quarterback this season. And then too, Cam Newton is still out there. Let him bridge the gap to help whoever the future quarterback is because currently constructed, he's not on your roster. And personally, is this who's that quarterback right now is going to get somebody fired. So, hey, kick the tables and see what you can do and get Baker Mayfield. You know what? You got to do something because I don't think Medea can get it done. And try. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I just I don't know where uh, Cam's kind of lost his way. But I think uh, when you got a guy out there like you uh, do in Baker Mayfield, uh, as the old saying goes, you know, you got to kick the tires. You know, you got yes, you got to kick the tires and and roll on. So uh, good good analogy there. A way to break that down as always. So we we know New York uh, Giants uh, had the uh, offensive tackle. Uh, the Falcons went with Drake uh, London 
out of uh, he's a wide receiver. The new excuse me, the Seattle Seahawks took Charles Cross, which was an offensive tackle. Here was the Jets again. They went with a wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Of uh, the New Orleans Saints, they went with a wide receiver, Chris Olive. The Detroit Lions had another pick, Jamison uh, Williams, which was a wide receiver. So you see, I tell you what, people don't realize they're going, you know, the league is, the running backs are almost like a thing of the past. Yes, sir. So now with them throwing the ball and really trying to do what? Pick up that scoring and, and all of that. So you see a lot of wide receivers rolling out early. So then let's go to Philadelphia. Uh, Jordan Davis, a defensive tackle. The Ravens took a safety, Kyle Hamilton. The Houston Texans took uh, Kayon Green, offensive lineman. Now let's stop right here in the nation's capital, and which was yes, the sir. Washington Commanders. They took Jahan Dotson. Let's talk. I know you. I know you got a little stats on him. Yes, sir, uh, Coach. I think we took uh, we we sold wolf tickets throughout the entire draft process because everyone thought we were going to take Chris Cleve, the wide receiver from the Ohio State um, Ohio State Buckeyes, but we traded out of the eleventh pick to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans went and took Cleve, which they needed to do that because he's a receiver that can stretch the field. And, you know, getting um, getting Michael Thomas back, who's been hurt, Michael Thomas is not that guy that really stretches the field for you. He's more of a possession receiver. So Cleve is going to help the Saints in that spot. So us trading with them was big for us because we had a chance to go back and take Dotson at number 16. Dotson is just, he he didn't have many drops. He didn't have any drops at all. And he's also a kid that can give us some punt return punt return yardage. So I felt like he, he, he we're beefing up our receiving core in Washington. We went out, you know, and we took, um, we traded for Carson Wentz who had 27 touchdowns and nine interceptions last year. Jack, I felt like, um, Jack's, um, the Colts, excuse me, gave up on Carson Wentz too early. Carson Wentz before injury, he was an NFL MVP candidate in Philadelphia. And I, there's been a lot of talk about him not really being a guy who was very passionate, that works hard. But, man, let me say this. You throw 27 touchdowns, only have nine INTs. That's a pretty solid year in my books. You need to put some weapons around him. And that's what Ron Rivera and his coaching staff has went out there and done. Uh, Martin Mayhew and, 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 and the um, staff in Washington have done a solid job. They did a solid job in this draft. You also went out and I think you drafted your quarterback of the future from North Carolina and Sam Howe. Uh, you also got a big bruising running back from Alabama. So I think that you're doing, you're, you're putting all the right pieces in place in Washington. We're getting ready to make a run here soon. And I'm, I'm just enjoying it. And I think Johan Dotson is going to be a big, big part of that. Anytime you can line up line him up on the other side of the field that Terry McLaurin is lined up and you also got, got other weapons at the receiver spot that is going to be special for you. As long as we stay healthy, the Washington commanders are going to make some noise in this year's NFL. Uh Oh, watch out now, just because y'all got a new logo and a couple of new uniforms. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely keep you locked and loaded. So certainly appreciate that breakdown, uh, as it comes from the nation's capital and they are no longer the Washington football teams. They are the Washington 
Commanders. So we got the the Chargers uh, end up with offensive lineman Tennessee took another wide receiver, and the New Orleans Saints took Trevor Penning, uh, offensive tackle. Now we'll go. We'll end right here on the twentieth pick in the two thousand twenty two draft. And my favorite Pittsburgh Steeler made this announcement, which is Franco Harris. The Pittsburgh Steelers selected Kenny Prickett, quarterback from the University of Pittsburgh. So he was next door. So they watched him grow up for four years, coach. You know, kind of just like looking, you know, it's almost like going to your, your window and, and pulling down the curtain and seeing, you know, seeing your kid, you know, seeing the kid playing in the backyard. So, you know, they were very high on uh, the kid out of Liberty, uh, but with uh, this young man who actually broke all of Marino's records at Pitt is very, very hard. And, he, and Pitt plays a pro-style offense. Um, you know, and not taking anything away from the young man that was at Liberty. But bottom line to it is, when you're playing a pro offense, you will be playing in the stadium that you played in for four years. That, that it's, it's, yeah, I know it's not college, but it's it's a little bit different when you're used to the environment. I think he'll be a great fit. So, you know, we've got our work cut out. And I know we picked up a, um, a receiver later on in the draft that we much needed because uh, Juju, uh, has uh, gone on to uh, Kansas City, so we wish him well. So, again, uh, appreciate Coach Quick running down the top 20 draft selections in this year's draft. We will make this announcement. At this point of the show airing, nobody has signed a contract. Everybody's still unsigned. They've drafted, but nobody has signed the contract. So, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. The GQ Coaches Show is coming to ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. Coaches Goins and Quick have teamed up again for candid conversation regarding professional, collegiate, and high school sports. The GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. See you then. If you're in the Triangle area and looking for high-quality green cleaning, we have the solution. SES Enterprise, with over 18 years of providing high-quality green cleaning to the Triangle area, call Eric at 919-607-7171 and tell them Coach Gorn sent you. All right, so we're back in. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and we just finished uh, running down the top 20 NFL drafts for this year. Now we're going to turn our attention to the NBA playoffs. Well, so far in that series, it's been a tale of two two different games. You know, the first game of the series, Milwaukee came, came out and they dominated. They hit Boston square in the mouth. Um, and the best player in the league right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And he, has, he was very solid in the first game. Boston had no answer for him. They could not stop him in any form or fashion. They couldn't stop him. But second game came around, and also in that for Jalen Brown didn't show up for Boston. 
but he was the big difference in game two. Jalen Brown came out at an outstanding performance. Boston Hill, Giannis pretty much in check, you know, and therefore Boston tied the series at one apiece. And going forward today, I just feel like it's going to be a much better game. But I fully expect um, the the finals MVP and two-time league MVP in Giannis to come out today with a big-time performance. And I expect the Bucks to win the game today by 10. Mm, all right, so you know what? Here, here's my deal. The Celtics are the Celtics, but the Celtics don't have a legitimate big. They don't have that dominant slashers. I mean, my thing is this. If you're in the Eastern Conference, you've got to be able to offset Giannis. I mean, your analogy is spot on as always, but the Celtics don't. The Celtics play a lot of the similar type players. You know, so you've got um, Jason Tatum. Uh, and of course, you know the, the backcourt is pretty solid. With uh, um, what's the young man that got hurt that uh, just had to come back? Uh, uh, Marcus he, Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart. You know he he's solid. Uh, and then like you said, Jalen Brown. To me, him and he and Tatum are almost like identical. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's fine doing a regular season, but when you get to the NBA playoffs, you got to have a big. You can shoot yes, that. Sir. You can shoot that long ball all you want to. You got to have a big. Now, some people go, oh, man, you crazy. Okay, so watch this. Let's go back to last year. Milwaukee didn't do anything in the first game. They didn't do anything in the second game until somebody had to pull Giannis and say, if you don't get in the block, stop, uh-huh. stop shooting the three, you ain't going to get that. You ain't going to win that championship. So in that process, with him stopping and getting in that paint, uh, you know, it, it was a storybook in there. So somebody had to pull his coattail and hats off for whoever did and letting them realize that, you know what, you have got to get in the paint in order for that to really work. Now, shifting to the second game of the day, which is Golden State and Memphis. That was a physical game the other night. What's your take on that series? Yeah, you know, at I, I Memphis the other night, they just came out. They had the best player on the floor the other night, which was John Morant. He finished with 47 points. And as you said, it was very physical. But Golden State still pretty much won the boards in that game. So, you know, I sit back and I say, okay, yeah, Memphis won this game. But I think they're in trouble. And they're doing a, you know, Jaws doing a whole lot of talking. He's chirping at Steph Curry. Uh, hey, Steph, not the guy you want to continue to chirp at, Ja. Your game is, ta- you're very talented, and you're you're absolutely the future of this league. But I would not be surprised if Steph Curry went off of fifty or sixty tonight. And I just, I feel like Golden State's going to win tonight. I feel like Draymond Green is still going to be the catalyst in this series. He's going to be the straw that stirs the drink for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, his, his, he has a heart of a lion. And, but just the other night, Clay Thompson didn't show up. Andrew Wiggins didn't show up to help Steph out. If they show up tonight, Memphis will get, get the doors blown off in um, San Francisco tonight. You know what? And there's no and, and 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 you hear people always talk about this, Coach. Is what makes the road team and you know um, the backup players play better because they're home. And I, you know, and I get that. And people go, well, it, it is a big difference when you're home and you're used to shooting in the rims and the people and 
not having the distraction that you have, uh, that is going to be a big deal. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to ride. I'm going to get in the boat with you. Uh, yeah, they will come in to San, uh, San Fran tonight, and uh, Memphis will get absolutely blown out. Uh, just because, again, you can't keep talking. And, and, and I and I get the, I get you know Morant is uh, he's a talent, but you know you, you harness that man. You're not you're not there yet. You've won what they won uh, one series so far. Right. You know nobody's nobody's downplaying your game, but just keep keep your head because you have you have an opportunity to be a face of this French or the face of this league eventually. So you don't want to you know you don't want to make those waves and people out there that you know looking for this person endorse so that person. You want to make sure that you get you get everything that you uh, that you need to get uh, along the way. So good assessment of that. All right. So now let's switch over. And let's go to the uh, – actually, I thought it was a great game last night uh, between uh, Dallas and also uh, Phoenix. Uh, that That's one thing. I, I like Luka's game, but I think yes, I think Luka looks for the call too much. Yes. You know, just, just play the game. Play the game, and we know that, guess what, things are going to come up, things are going to happen. Uh, you're gonna be looking for X, Y, and Z, and I think that's why he's he's always leading the league in technical fouls. But you and and then the reason why I think he leads the league in technical because he always shows up the official. Yes, you know, sir. He just gonna just go out and just you know whatever. He always got to do, does uh, does his antics. But in that, I don't think uh, Dallas has enough to get by Phoenix. Your thoughts? Um, you know, Coach, great, great assessment, and you're spot on about Luca. I mean, just play the game. Go out and play, block out the noise, and continue to play. And my biggest assessment from last night's game was he finally got some help. Um, he didn't have any help the last uh, first two ball games. And last night, Jalen Brunson showed up with 28 points, four rebounds, five assists. Um, Reggie Bullock had 15 points, four rebounds, two assists. You got 14 points, four rebounds um, from Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, Powell, two points, four rebounds. Um, Kleber had 14 points, three rebounds, four assists. Luka, 26 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. So I felt like Luca finally got some help last night, and they also showed up defensively because, in in a sense, you took Chris Paul away last night along with Booker. Booker only had 18 points. Normally, he goes off. Um, Chris Paul had 12.7 rebounds. The last game, I think Chris Paul finished with 28. Devin Booker finished with 30. So you know you're not gonna beat Phoenix like that. And coach is a great call out. They don't have enough to beat to beat the Phoenix Suns because uh, DeAndre Ayton, you know, he had he had a, a 16 points, 11 rebounds last night. But the first two games of the series, he dominated inside the paint. And if he continues to do that, which I, I anticipate that he will, I, I just don't think Dallas has enough to beat Phoenix. Um, they Dallas needs to go out and get another, like you said, a, a a guy in the post that can flat out get it done. DeAndre Ayton's a free agent this summer. If you can somehow lure him away from Phoenix and get him to Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks will become an instant contender in the Western Conference and for the NBA championship. So I completely agree with you. I got Phoenix winning this series in six and going on going on to the Western Conference Finals. Well, you know what? And who was in the tennis last night was none other than your guy. 
and it was uh, really nice to see him there. Uh, and that's the uh, head coach of the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Uh, Hubert Davis was in the, in the building. They put the camera on him, and he was, of course, uh, out supporting uh, Cam Johnson. But, you know, when you look at a guy like JaVale McGee, and he comes in who, you know, he's a journeyman, he's a gold medalist, he's got a couple of NBA championships, but it gets you eight and seven. You know, and then yes, you, when you look at that and you go, man, that dude got us eight points and seven boards. Now, what could he have done if, 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 if he would have got a little more splash time, right? But like you said, De- DeAndre Ayton, had, he had a strong double-double. Uh, he had 16 and 11. But when you look at the top the top to bottom, they just did not like, – when Chris Paul only scores 12 points. You, yes, sir. They're going to lose. You're going to lose. Uh, and somebody says, what? If he's scoring 12, you're going to lose. But then when you look at the balance scoring as – uh, Dallas did when I say balance, meaning uh, you know Spencer didn't when he only had four, but that's okay because you had Bullock taking up the slack, you had Jalen Brunson drop twenty eight, and then uh, Kieber he had fourteen. So they were able to to kind of spread the wealth, but the po- boss possibility is they just don't have a legitimate big, and I think they're in the same situation as the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, you know, um, Draymond Green's a defender, but he can't guard Giannis. You know, Dallas is you know Dallas is solid, but they don't have anybody that can guard Giannis. And I'm just looking, you know, as the as the series continues unfolding, who is it actually going to stop Milwaukee? I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of riding with the with the Bucks. All right. So, what about? Hey, can, can I can I mention something about Jalen Brunson real quick? Yes, Coach. sir. Yes, sir. Jalen Brunson is a free agent. This summer, ladies and gentlemen, if okay, there there's one particular team out there that I know of that needs a point guard, and this man is gonna earn himself a lot of money this summer. Okay, whoever the Los Angeles Lakers in your front office, whoever you decide to hire at head coach, which I'm hoping is Mark Jackson, please go out and get Jalen Brunson to run this franchise and be your point guard of the future. Go get Brunson. He can score. He's a defender, and he's going to get everybody involved as well. And if LeBron James, you you went on record and said you're not missing the postseason again, do me one big favor. This is all I ask you to do for your game. Go work with Akeem Olajuwon this summer. Get in the post and get and get down and dirty and learn some post moves. Allows the Lakers to have a point guard that's going to run this team. Let the Take the ball out of your hands. It's fine that they run the offense through you in the post, but get in the post, play, get work with Akeem Olajuwon this summer, and you and AD, AD come back healthy, and the Lakers will be back in the playoff picture. That's my take on the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, I Go got... get Jalen Brunson. All right, I'm sorry, but here's my thing. What you got to do, you got to go get Brunson, but you got get, you got to get rid of AD. You got to go. I, I, hey, you don't get an argument from me, Coach he, he got to go, man. The dude's a, he needs to call he needs to call Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The dude needs some yoga class. He needs he can't stay healthy. Absolutely. And as I said, I think a, a couple of shows ago, with him being selected as one of the top seventy-five players, that's a tragedy. Because, he, because he, 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 he's not, and I ain't going to get into that. So, all right, let's switch on over. Let's talk about, 
you know what? I love the guy as a coach, uh, and it just seems like he, he just can't get that break that he needs. Uh, and this is the 76ers in the uh, Miami Heat. What an absolute travesty with the Heat last night. Uh, Butler drops 33, and what's the rest of the guys? Did they stay in South Beach? <laughs> they did. It, 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 very, it, it seemed like that. I'm like, good God. And what's his name? He's, he's sitting on the sideline, look like he's getting ready to go play in the Masters. Uh, Kyle Lowry, and he comes out, and the dude put zero points on the board. Yes, sir. And dropped tw- and, and was on the floor for twenty. You played twenty five minutes, and you don't give up no points. You you score no points. Tyler Hero had fourteen, but then when you PJ Tucker he gives you four, but that's not he ain't out there to score. But here's the here's the big call out for this team. Bam out of Bayou. That Joker was like missing an action. Yes, sir. And was and that there was one reason for that. And <laughs> and I go go ahead and tell me why. Joel Embiid. In my eyes, the league MVP. When Joel Embiid is on the floor for the Philadelphia 76ers, they're they're a much better defensive team. And he he held Bam in check last night. Bottom line. Because I tell you what, now them jokers, it was like, I'm like, are you serious? You know, was it really that bad? You mean? And I'm like, yes, and and then the tragedy is, you know, and people want to don't want to really look at um, the Sixers, but I got it right here. James Harden had he had 17, and I've and I've said this. I've always thought the offense when he came to Philadelphia did not run did not need to run through him anymore. No, not okay. at all. Danny Green was lights out from behind the arc last night. He was he was splashed. We finished with twenty one. Uh, Maxi had twenty one. And see, when you get that production from those guys, that's what you need, right? And yes, then, sir. And then Embiid finished with eighteen. That, but again, you take his eighteen off the board. Guess what? It's a two point ball game. Yep. Uh, and I tell you, another guy I really like that I'm really fond of is that uh, uh, Tobias Harris. I don't know why. Yes, I've always liked this game. He only put up nine, but it's what he does, right? He finished with ten. He was ten off the glass, and he and he uh, had uh, eight dimes. You know, yes, sir. And when you look at a body work like that, and you go, what makes that special? What makes that go? When a guy like that can give you ten and eight, uh, and beat had eleven boards. Uh, Maxie had six assists. Harden and again, Harden needs to. He can be if he if he embraces that role of being the setter upper. Uh, and be a distributor. I think Philadelphia can do okay, uh, but I don't think they can get by Milwaukee, uh, nope. especially when Middleton gets back. And a lot of people are, are failing to realize that he's not there, and he is uh, Giannis is Giannis, but Middleton is the glue man. Yes, sir. He's that. Uh, he's the hidden figure, if you will, uh, in that offense. But so, who, and I know you you called out. Uh, uh, the heat early. I remember back in July when we were, uh, you know, going through some stuff and was looking at you know, what teams need to make needed to happen. Uh, you called out the heat back then. So what's your take in this series? Well, you know, uh, Joel Embiid is back, but he's still playing hurt. He's got torn ligaments in his thumb, has a facial fracture, and he's coming back from a concussion as well. Um, I'm still I'm going to take Miami in this series in seven. Um, only because they have the home court advantage and they have Jimmy Buckets. And had Jimmy Buckets stayed in Philadelphia, 
Philadelphia probably would have won the championship by now. But I think it's a great call out from you um, jumping uh, on ship with the champions because I'm there with you. I, I don't think anybody can beat Milwaukee in a seven-game series. And that's that's even from the Western Conference. I, I just don't see it. And we may have the same two teams in the finals um, this year as we did last year, but I, I anticipate it's going to be Milwaukee versus Golden State. But I, I just don't see anybody beating Milwaukee. Um, if, if Joel Embiid was healthy and uh, – they got some things to go in the right way in their favor. James Harden, he has to run this team, but he has to know his moments when to score. There you go. Now, last night in the first quarter, he kept him afloat. I think he had 15 first, first quarter points or the first half points, but he's, he wound up finished with 17 because he allowed his other guys to get involved. And that's what you need from him at this point. But where you need Harden to take over, and score some is in the fourth quarter, you know. So I just I don't think it's enough to beat Miami. And as I told you back in July or so, watch out for the Miami Heat. They're going to be in the conference finals, but I just don't see them having enough to be able to beat Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Like you said, especially when Chris Middleton gets back. Oh yeah, Middleton is he's going to guard the best player. And he and he's gonna give you offense himself. Right. So hey, let's get ready to roll. So we're gonna step away, pay a few bills, but you have on none other than Coach Goins and Coach Quick on basketball more in the game. We'll be right back. If you're in the Triangle area and looking for high quality green cleaning, we have the solution. SES Enterprise with over 18 years of providing high quality green cleaning. To the Triangle area, call Eric at 919-607-7171 and tell them Coach Gorn sent you. The GQ Coaches Show is coming to ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. Coaches Gorns and Quick have teamed up again for candid conversation regarding professional, collegiate, and high school sports. The GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. See you then. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, folks, this is Coach Goins and Coach Quick, and, yeah, we are back. So we certainly appreciate, you know, again, tuning in each and every week. Thank you for what you do as you continue to support. We want to thank our sponsors, uh, Curtis Jackson, along with uh, our great friend Eric Saunders, uh, and that is with SES Enterprise and Raleigh, the Triangle area. So we definitely, definitely appreciate those gentlemen and uh, their wives as their continued support basketball more in the game. And now as we move into real talk, uh, this is how we're going to end the show. We're going to kick it over to Coach Quick, uh, and he's going to start us off. Coach? 
Yes, um, Coach G, I'd just like to honor all the beautiful mothers out there. Um, this weekend is uh, Mother's Day weekend. You certainly deserve more than one day a year um, because without you all, we're nothing. Coach G, I'd like to wish your beautiful wife and your beautiful mother a happy Mother's Day um, and all the beautiful mothers that are in your life. Um, I'd like to wish my beautiful wife, my mother, Happy Mother's Day, um, all the beautiful mothers that are in my life, the mothers of the church, um, my first lady, Joyce Hamilton, like to wish her a happy Mother's Day. You guys deserve so much more than one day because without you, we're nothing. You are the straw that stirs the drink in every, in every household. Mother's Day, um, it means, it means the world to me. And if you, if you still have your mother out there, count yourself blessed, you know, because, um, everybody doesn't have theirs. And it's good. I realized that this weekend could be, um, happy moments, but it can also be sad times for others. But I, I pray for all you who don't have your mothers right now. I, I pray for your strength. I pray for your comfort. And I pray for your peace. Just continue to hold on to all the precious and fine memories that you have of your mother because there is no one like a mother. And um, I'm truly thankful and blessed to still have mine. And um, she, she's put up with me for 44 years. So, Mama, I thank you. I love you. And um, I can't wait to be with you this weekend. Um, kicking it back over to you, Coach G. You know what? That's a great, uh, great segment as we're in our Real Talk uh, segment. Uh, yeah, I just want to wish all the mothers, the stepmoms, in whatever capacity uh, that you serve as a mother. Uh, my mom's still with us, 85. Uh, actually, uh, I know she's in Raleigh this weekend. So uh, if my brother's listening, you know, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, my sisters, and like you said, your beautiful wife, Karen, my wife, uh, my daughter, every, every mother uh, that listens to our show, the ones that's not listening and the ones that will be listening, we just want to say, you know, happy Mother's Day. We honor you this day. Uh, and as Coach Quick said, you know, we you know, we wish we could do more. Uh, but the big thing is we are. We're stopping. Uh, we're wishing you a happy Mother's Day. We wish you, whether it's a, a card, whether it's dinner, or whether it's more than that, or even if you just stop by and if you've lost your mother, we honor the, uh, you and you, we honor your mom's body work. Because as Coach Quick said, some some tomorrow will be difficult for some. Some people don't realize uh, that. Some people, this may be the first Mother's Day without their mom. Uh, but whatever you stand, we're going to ask that the Lord uh, is with you, guide you, and prop you up and allow you to reflect, allow you to lean back and, and just count your blessings and really focus in on the relationship that you had with your mother when she was here, if that uh, if that is uh, what you're dealing with on tomorrow. So with that, again, happy Mother's Day. We hope you enjoyed our show. Uh, we, we recap the NFL as well as the NBA playoffs. And like we always say, you know what, Coach? It's only going to get better as the series tighten down. So with that, I'm going to kick it over to Coach Quick. And then you know what I'm getting ready to tell him. Get us to the locker room. For Coach Goins, myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.